you're listening to a Bellingcat Discord server stage talk titled Project Owl, the journey into the greater OSINT community for new and established users. The talk features Norm, the owner of the Project Owl Discord server, which is a community of over 30,000 open source research enthusiasts. Norm talked to us about the history of the community and about some of the challenges and highlights that it has faced over the years. This stage talk was hosted by Giancarlo Fiorella on February 23rd, 2023. I'm very happy to say that today we are joined by Norm, who is the Project Owl Discord server owner. With a membership of over 32,000 members, Project Owl is the largest OSINT server on Discord. It is a growing and thriving community. It has also lived on Twitter since 2018, where the account focuses on content related to foreign policy, geopolitics, and conflict. Norm is here to tell us about Project Owl, its history, how it got to where it is today, its Discord community, as well as the OSINT community more generally. Norm, thank you so much for coming. The microphone Thank is you. yours. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining. Um, I know there are a couple people that woke up specifically to be here at this talk, so I'd like to thank you. Um, I'd like to thank Bellingcat and uh, Giancarlo for hosting. Um, so before we get started, I just want to go over a few terms that I'm going to use throughout this talk. Um, so PO, Project Dial, um, being checked not getting a paycheck, although we would all love to, um, being checked as in um, you saying something and then somebody asking you to elaborate or following up with um, other factoids. Um, being humble and having humility, uh, I think that's super important uh, in this community. Um, being aware of bias. And then uh, something that, uh, I see some familiar faces in, in the in the room right now. Um, they're all well aware that I like to call people nerds. Uh, it's out of a place of love. Uh, it's no, there's no malice or anything like that. Um, I am also a nerd, so you're in good company if I if I say something about nerds. Um, so with that, uh, we'll go into a brief intro. Um, so there's a lot of Project Owl lore out there. Um, this isn't the talk where I'm going to air out that lore. Uh, if you are lucky enough to be in an off-topic channel where somebody's talking about some of the things in the past that has happened, um, congrats. Uh, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty wild. Um, and there is a joke where time's kind of fake on Project Owl. Uh, a lot of things muddy or swim together. Um, the lore is very much like that. Um, there's uh, a rarely a dull moment on PO. Um, I, I love it because there, there are just so many people from all kinds of places around the world, different cultures, different opinions. Um, no one is ever 100% right. And there are... Uh, quite a few people, some that do not, but uh, quite a few people who um, really enjoy explaining and um, trying to help people understand some of the hard topics that uh, we, for better or worse, have a front seat to witnessing. Um, uh, so always, always learn, never stop learning. Um, people fail because they stop learning and they stop changing. Uh, so my story, um, I'm going to date myself a little bit. I'm in my mid-30s. Uh, I live in Ohio, go Ohio. Uh, I'm a manager. Um, I work a 9-to-5 job. Um, I've been a manager for 14-ish years. Um, I really like it. Uh, I love being able to talk to and work with employees who are all different, who all have strengths, they all have weaknesses, um, and being able to put together a team that really, really works well together. 
um, and works like a well-oiled machine. I just, I just, there's nothing better to me than having a plan, sticking to it, seeing it work, and then seeing it progress and be its own thing. It's, it's beautiful. Um, I might be a little biased, but I think I'm a pretty normal dude. Um, hence the name. I uh, thought it was perfect. Um, I'm into music, games, have several pets. Um, and this is going to be shocking. I don't do a lot of OSINT. Um, my big thing, and the whole reason why I became the owner, is because I felt like there was a void of lack of direction, um, a lack of thinking of things from the normal person's point of view. Um, and I felt that it would be a perfect fit for uh, what I do in the real world to bring that to PO in the virtual world. Um, so I was first interested in OSINT uh, back in 09, back when I was in college, um, sophomore year. Um, it was during, oh shoot, Ahmadinejad's uh, re-election in Iran. Uh, there was a, um, a lockdown on university students, and uh, some people died. Um, and I, that was back when Twitter was fairly new. I don't know if anybody remembers, but in order to use Twitter on your mobile phone, you actually had to text a five-digit number. Um, that's, that's, the, that's the time frame that all this was going on. Um, so uh, I, I stayed up late. Like, I had no idea what OSINT was, but I saw this going on, and I was just angry. Um, it felt very personal, because I was a college student, and I couldn't imagine um, expressing myself and being locked down like that. So I, 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 took, it, I took it really, really personally. Um, and throughout then, like, things would happen, um, and I would go to Twitter or Reddit or other forums um, to try to just get a better view of what's going on, learning why it's going on, what led up to it. Um, I don't really ingest any like news, like cable news or mainstream media or anything like that. Um, I feel it's very, we, we, I talked about biases just a little bit ago, but I feel like it, um, it's tailored for specific people with for specific viewpoints and it's targeted and i don't like that i feel like you can't really go through life having that super slanted viewpoint on everything and come out the other end successful people do it i totally get people do it but that doesn't feel right to me personally um so I joined PO in uh, early 2019. Um, I was actually following Intel Crab. Uh, many of you know him. Um, and he was advertising the server. Um, I was pretty much a lurker. Like, I didn't, I didn't really talk hardly at all. And I think, I know there are a lot of people on Bellingcat, and I know there are a lot of people, users, on PO who do nothing but lurk. Um, and that's totally valid. Um, a lot of times people get nervous talking. Um, they're sometimes, I know for me personally, um, I don't have now nor then a really good, well-rounded view to feel like I could say something out into the void of a channel um, and be able to really stand on two feet with it. Like, I know it's going to get challenged. Um, I know it's probably going to be wrong. Um, and so, yeah, I, I understand completely if people are nervous about it. Um, so I, I lurked a bit. I left a few times. I came back during, um, during events because, again, Intel Crab would be out there. He'd be um, promoting the server. Um, I didn't really jive too well with how... <laughs> Back then, I thought the chat was moving fast. Now, if something happens, chat moves so much faster. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't really jive well because I felt like I couldn't really get anything. I couldn't really communicate. Um, so in uh, 
early 2022 or sorry 2020 um i became an em that's an established member so in po we have we have multiple ranks we have um ranks that you earn by chatting just sending things of substance um to channels uh, but then we also have like roles that we give users who have participated in the server and goodwill um, who help other users um, and other other things that we have identified where we feel like they deserve they deserve a seat at the table um, so i became an em in early uh, 2020 it was very different then uh, it was very quiet um, i got mod shortly after um, and then um, admin about a year later um, unfortunately, um, our previous owner passed away, um, and so Pio was kind of in a, a weird time because we didn't really have anybody steering the ship, basically. Um, so, um, it took some time. I had to, I had to talk to some staff members, some users, some real-life friends, uh, to see if I really should do this, um, because it, 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 it took a while. Um, it's a, it's a, I'm, I don't want to say it's a big deal, but it's kind of a big deal because there are so many people that are coming to that server and they get so much out of the server. Um, you don't want to let anybody down, right? So, um, it took, it took a while. Um, so let's see. So where Project Dial came from. Um, so I, I brought up Intel Crab. Intel Crab started the server. Uh, it was called, it, it was just, I think it was, I might be corrected. There are people in chat who are gonna know this. So if you can, shoot me a DM, that'd be great. Um, I believe it was called just called Intel Crab Server back then. Um, it started in December 2018, so about four years ago. Oh, it's called Crustacean Nation. That's a great name. That's awesome. So, <laughs> um, and the story is pretty much the same of how Discords get started, right? You have you have personalities out there on the internet, albeit um, somebody on Twitch, somebody on Twitter, um, organizations that have influence. Um, so that's how it started. It was just it started out as like a like a hangout kind of of uh, like-minded people because. The difference between Discord and Twitter is Discord, you can kind of have a conversation way easier than what you can do on Twitter. Um, and it, it feels very familiar. Uh, earlier before this talk, we were talking about like old forums and IRC back in the day. I totally used old forums and IRC, and I've always used them. Um, and it just feels so comfortable. I feel, I feel very much at home being being in this medium um so yeah intel crab started the server um so uh it had about like 20 channels maybe 10 staff members um so where project owl is now um osint kind of in my opinion has gone to a sort of critical mass with everyday normal people um, they're becoming familiar with the term, um, especially when this most recent um, uh, event in Ukraine started. Uh, there was a lot of talk about OSINT. Um, and um, on the news, um, articles being written about it. Uh, so with that, we were featured in New York Times um, in a video, uh, Washington Post. I'm still a little salty about Washington Post. They uh, they did an interview with us, and they kind of kind of branded us as Twitter spies, which is uh, interesting. Um, but uh, part of the problem with those interviews is um, we're we're completely. Uh, we're not paid. We're not public. Um, we don't put our names out there. So a lot of times, editors want those names. We can't give them those names. <laughs> so uh, it's it sometimes it's a little weird thing, and we have to like go through the interview process. But actually, things might not uh, come out of it. 
Um, we've grown. We've grown a lot. Um, we've made ranks more meaningful. We've grown with partners. Uh, we've definitely grown with uh, staff members. Uh, like I said earlier, we they had 10 staff members before. We're up to 36. Um, so uh, we're bringing we're bringing more people into the community, and we're we're trying to be more sensitive because this server PO is really dominated by um, Western members from like North America, and that has a lot to do with Discord itself. But it's not the excuse. It's 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 not a good excuse. So what we're trying to do is broaden ourselves, be more welcoming, um, listening to those users from other places around the world and changing. Because if, if you go through life and you're not constantly trying to get better or trying to change, um, I, I, don't, I don't really know what the purpose is at that point. And I feel like it will, you will have a hard time. You will have a bad time with it. Um, so now we're at 12 partners across 10 organizations, 36 staff members um, of the public channels. And I say public channels. Um, we have about 90 to 100. So that's a lot. Uh, so where we're going, um, we're going to continue to foster a health community. Um, and a lot of that deals with communication, right? Just talking to other people, um, trying to learn, trying to get better, never being satisfied with yourself or the state of things. Um, we're trying to diversify more, um, bringing new faces into the fold, and we're pivoting where it is necessary to adjust for like the new user experience. Because I mean, go to, go to PO, there's so many channels. There's so many channels and there's people talking in literally every channel. Um, so how do you make that a, nice place for a new user that doesn't feel overwhelmed well i, I just want to tell you, it's damn hard it, it is super hard and i think about it all the time um so uh we're going to move to the uh, ups and downs of po so um obviously i talked about it before uh adam's passing that was uh that came out of left field um nobody was prepared for that I still reel from that. Um, I have Adam on my Steam friends list, and I see his name on there every once in a while. Not online, of course, um, but going through Steam, looking at the friends list, I see Adam. Um, when I go through roles, I see Adam. Um, I miss Adam a lot. Uh, COVID, COVID was uh, terrible. You could almost sit back and just watch the whole server kind of melt down. Um, especially when, um, I believe it was Brad, uh, one of our staff members, he mentioned back in December, uh, of a, uh, flu like, uh, sickness coming out of China, um, back in December, uh, before it really started to get real. Um, and then it just kind of kept snowballing and didn't stop. And it was like pedal to the metal. Um, obviously what's going on in Ukraine right now. Um, and then I believe this is the correct year. Like I said earlier, time is kind of fake. It seems like on PO, like everything swims together. It's super hard to like really have a chronological order of how things go unless you're sitting there making the list. Um, but, uh, I th believe it was in May of 2021, um, Hezbollah and Israel were having an, another one of their TIFFs. Uh, this was a big tiff. Uh, it lasted weeks, um, and it, it kind of rocked the server because uh, one of one of the issues that a server of that size has, and where you're not really pruning out people, like it's an equal opportunity area, um, you you get opinions and cultures and ways of life from everybody, and if you look at geopolitics that causes a lot of issues um and it, it and I, I believe it's just the communication breakdown um at the crux of it and i know there are stuff at the fringes but um that really was a very emotional time even i'd even say more than what's going on right now in ukraine 
um, just from the amount of uh, emotion and opinions and chat traffic going on into our dedicated channels for that event. Um, so let's move away from the downs <laughs> because there there are some downs, unfortunately. Being in this, like partaking in this hobby, um, being on Bellingcat, being on Project Owl, um, I like to call it like we have a front row seat to the world being terrible with each other, and um, it it really it really gets to people sometimes. It gets to me. Um, so we'll get to the ups. Uh, the Ukraine map. Uh, some of you might have seen it. Um, there, we have a few uh, OSINT fellows, one of our ranks, um, who are heavily invested in it. Um, it's one of our, uh, it, it actually is our first forum channel that we used. Um, uh, and we've set up and they, they, they plot where things are happening in Ukraine. Um, right now, there were just over 15 million views of this map. And it's it's fantastic because this started out as just a like a flashpoint idea, right? So um, to be able to see it actually grow and be used and continually continuously be used is is amazing. Um, one of the things I'm really happy about is divers diversifying with staff and being able to talk to them about kind of my mental process on how I work with um, people in the real world and being able to translate over that into the virtual world. Um, being featured in publications obviously is cool. I, what, one of the coolest things that I've seen was uh, the New York Times, they, they featured our logo in one of their videos. And I was just blown away. It was so cool. Um, so also getting partnered with Discord. And now I, I know getting partnered is kind of whatever in a way. Like you get a new icon beside the server name. Um, you do have access to talking to Discord devs. But um, in a very basic boiled down way, it, it legitimized what we're doing and how the server is growing because there are key metrics that you must hit in order to keep that status. And so if, if your server kind of dries up, you're, you're going to lose that partner. Um, so, and then Altox. Um, and I know we've been spotty on Altox, but some of the Altox that we do have, Altox are our, um, our, our podcasts, our stage talks, basically. Um, I want to do more. Um, it's very hard to be a volunteer server, right? We don't have anybody bankrolling anybody. I wish I was getting a paycheck. That would be amazing. Um, but uh, it's very hard to really tell people, hey, we've got to do this in a volunteer space. Um, so I'll talk I'll talks come up when usually when users or staff have a really good idea for something to fill, like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, so some of the hardships about uh, running PO and the, these I kind of gra like grappled with a lot when uh, I was making the decision if I wanted to throw my hat in to be a uh, owner. Um, Identifying, understanding, and leveraging bias. So everybody has bias. It's it's something that's built into them. It's it's gonna happen. It doesn't matter. There isn't one perfect person. There isn't one perfect person that has uh, no bias. So in order, I feel like to really uh, work on yourself is to understand that everybody has it, and you're no different. Um, and then being able to leverage that. And what do I mean by that is if you surround yourself with a good sample of people, all those people are going to have biases. And those biases will check your biases. Um, and if those people are really invested in the relationship that you have built, um, 
and the overall goal of what both of you are um, there for, they should be able to do that for you. Um, so it's all about building that team. And I say team from an owner standpoint with staff, but really it, that team is your friends. Um, that team is like what you put out there, like how you put out stuff um, and having people respond to you, um, letting everybody talk. Um, any organization, it doesn't matter. It could be Discord, it could be a corporation, it could be a small mom and pop business. You ask any employee what the number one issue is, it's always communication. So you need, you really need to let people talk and you really need to listen and you need to respond. There are some ways that um, are not not helpful to uh, when you respond, like um, if you just shut things down, or with text, especially especially with text, it's super hard to get across um, like the tone and how you are doing things. Um, so you need to be aware of how you're communicating with people. Um, you also need to be fair uh, as an owner. Um, you need to find that moral compass. Um, you, need, you need to share what that moral compass is with like your staff members. Because if you, if you don't, then it's up to anybody's interpretation. And just like with everybody having bias, everybody interprets everything differently. Um, so if you, if you wanna be successful in a group or a collection or a co-op of people, you need to really invest some time in talking about what that vision is and not only just talking about it but it has to be down the middle and people have to buy into it because if people don't buy into it it they go off and they do their own things um so uh, another hardship is um having users uh, active at all times uh, just like Bellycat, Project Out has people from all across the world. Um, there are people that are active during one time who aren't active during another because we all have to sleep, we all have lives. Um, and so it's sometimes difficult, especially when we were very heavily Western-based. Um, there would be swaths of time where there wouldn't be anybody active that would be able to guide or um, use moderation actions uh, to really try to make it a welcoming place and a healthy place for everybody. Uh, so that, that, that's a big hardship. Um, staying focused. Um, that was another reason why um, I put my hat in for being uh, owner is we, we had a lot of hands doing a lot of different things and um then there was also times where nobody was doing really anything um so staying focused having a vision um and managing personalities that clash uh we're not perfect over at PO um we have staff members who don't agree with other staff members and we have avenues and places where we can deal with that um there are there are tons of users on PO that don't get along with each other. Um, and I think that conflict is good at the end of the day. And I don't think it's good for nefarious reasons. I think it's good because it challenges people, it checks them um, to hopefully look at things from a different perspective. Um, and hopefully they they might not they might not agree at first they might not want to look at things differently but it is my hope with repetition that they start to change their mind they start to look at things differently they they start to reach out in a way or reciprocate in a way that fosters really good communication because the thing is with all of those conversations that happen we've got x amount more lurkers not saying anything who are just watching so you could have you could have users not saying anything but they're reading the chat and then they they are also learning they are also getting better they are also um reflecting on themselves and that that's my hope of what happens because it's 
it's part of like the bigger picture, right? Um, PO is cool because there are so many people um, who are like-minded in key ways, um, and they're all here to grow um, and understand more. Um, and then there are people out there who are not like they. They are they are not communicating. They they don't feel comfortable communicating. But if they see people having those conversations in a polite, professional manner, then they might feel more comfortable in the future. And if they feel more comfortable in the future, maybe they're going to think of something differently that is going to add value to the overall conversation down the road. So if they do become, if they do get into the fold, then um, everybody grows stronger. Um, so I asked, I asked staff and I asked um, our, our fellows um, for some, if you had the chance to tell a user, a new user or an old user, some words of advice, what would they be? And so I'm just gonna go through those really quick. Um, just be willing to be wrong. Um, check your sources, be prepared to be checked. Um, there, there wasn't really a lot of humility or uh, being humble on uh, PO back in the day. Um, and I personally feel like that's a very strong um, personality trait. Um, it, it helps you, it helps other people. So I, I just don't, I don't see the benefit of not having that trait. Um, the community you gain uh, exploring OSINT shouldn't be disconnect or shouldn't disconnect you from folks around you. Um, OSINT isn't about regurgitating news. Um, I know there are a lot of people that make a living and a career being an aggregator on Twitter. Um, and that's fine. If they found something that they enjoy, to, they enjoy and they, they're getting a bag, um, that's totally cool. Good luck to you. But uh, that really isn't OSINT. Sure, it has like some value, right? It gets out the word, but it opens it opens the door of um, bias seeping in and having an agenda. And um, it, ultimately, it's not what OSINT is. Um, you, you can learn every you can learn something from everyone you meet. Um, I love PO because I learn something literally every day. Um, just somebody that like, I don't know, lives in Europe or lives in Asia. Um, someone who lives, I don't know, down the street from me, they have a completely different life going on. They have completely different, um, things that they're interested in, uh, different ways that they view the world. And it's, it's all very interesting. Um, people shouldn't be afraid to ask questions. Um, you might feel like a question is stupid, but um, if, you've, if you've taken the time to try to look into it yourself um, and you still can't find the answer, I personally don't think there is anything considered a stupid question. There is an uninformed question, and that's completely different. But if you have a question uh, with a server of 32,000 people, you can be damn sure there's somebody else who has that same question or something very similar. Um, and then it also goes back to the whole thing about text and uh, being in a predominantly text chat environment. The way you ask that question um, will literally make or break it. Uh, because if it comes off hostile, it comes off sarcastic, um, you might not get the results that you want. And somebody might check that, and then it'll turn into an argument. So it's, it's very important to just be aware of how uh, you're asking that question, how you're presenting yourself. Um, have humility, humbleness. Um, be appreciative of others taking the time to talk to you. And I know there's a lot of people that uh, seem to be like forever connected and always online. Um, but there are some people that don't and they, they can only get on PL for maybe like an hour or two a day. Um, they're, 
even if they're into this or this is a hobby, they're still taking the time to respond to you. So if if they're responding to you, you should you should also be courteous um, and appreciative if in your response. Um, and above all, take care of yourself. Um, so I said earlier, I kind of think we're at the front. Uh, we have a front row seat of the world being terrible with, with each other. Um, I don't know about you all. I can't look at bad stuff all the time. Um, I have to take breaks. Uh, I know staff members have to take breaks. I know users in our roles and not have to take breaks. Um, you have to really take care of each, take care of yourself and each other. Really, um, check in with somebody, see if they're doing okay, even if they might seem um, all right. Build those communities, build those networks, build those friendships, um, and talk to just just talk to them. You don't have to talk about OSINT all the time. But we're all human. We all are into very similar things, um, and just take take breaks. The world's still quote unquote gonna be on fire if you take a break for a week. Like you can come back, you can see like it, it, it's not going anywhere. Um, so uh, with that, I just like to thank some people if I could. Uh, first and foremost, staff. Um, holy shit. I wouldn't be able to do this uh, without staff, um, especially with them telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> like, I'm not right about everything. Um, I have ideas about stuff, but like I don't have all the answers. I'm just a guy in Ohio, you know. Like this is just this was just really fun and really comfortable for me, and uh, I was fortunate to move up the ranks at PO and kind of be in the right place at the right time. Um, and if it wasn't for staff, oh man, I wouldn't be able to do this. Like it, it's, it's nuts. Uh, staff means, staff means a lot to me. Uh, all you guys, um, our partners, Amy, uh, Emil Earhart on Twitter, uh, the Aurora Intel team, uh, Brad Covert Cabell, uh, Global Mill Info, Manny, uh, Michael Crookshank, um, and Netblocks, uh, you guys do great stuff. Um, it's very humbling to be able to be on top and look down and see you guys actually do stuff like that. Um, it's crazy because I don't have the time for that. Um, and your work is so important. Everybody's work in the OSIN community is so, so very important. Um, fellows and EMs are established members. Uh, they are literally a pillar of PO. They're keeping PO alive. Uh, if you get a role, you're there for a reason. Um, I was just a swamper. Uh, I didn't really talk about it too much. So we have, we have political discourse channels that are basically off topic um, because in every region, <laughs> there is a ton of political BS going on all the time. Um, and that's where I really got my start at PO is in the swamps and being what we call a swamper. Um, oh shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Um, shoot, okay, I'll come back to that if I remember. Um, and uh, above all though, uh, Project Owl wouldn't be, um, wouldn't be a thing without all the users. Um, it's, it's really encouraging to see during quote unquote slow times, because I mean, the world doesn't sleep. There's always stuff going on and there's stuff that we're not really following that closely on PO. Um, and, uh, it's, it's just, it's great to see that people still come in. They still get into our introduction channel. They still make an appearance in like off topic or, um, a regional channel and they're there to share kind of their thoughts and um, their experiences, especially with events um, that really help everybody have a more well-rounded picture. Um, and then I have to, there's a few of them in here, um, a few dipped out, but the, uh, a, special, a special mention to my real life friends. Um, 
I actually I had to talk to them about being an owner too because this is uh, this is not a paid gig for us. This is completely volunteer, um, and a, a lot of sacrifices kind of have to be made, especially when events happen. Um, we have to make sure that there are people in place to make sure things don't go off the rails too much, um, and that takes a lot of sacrifice and it, it takes us away from real life. It takes us away from our loved ones. It takes us away from, um, like things that we're interested in outside of OSINT. But at the end of the day, in our hearts, I believe we all feel like this is very important. So I'd like to thank you all for being here. Um, this was this is really cool. Uh, hopefully, I didn't stumble stumble about too much. How did I do? Was it all right? It was really good. And don't worry about stumbling about because I I'll do that for both of us uh, <laughs> during the uh, Q and A. So <laughs> thank you so much, Norm. That was really insightful, very interesting. Uh, I didn't know any of that about Project Owl. So thanks for sharing it and for being so open with us, uh, folks. If you have a question for Norm, you can go ahead and type it in the chat. Um, you can DM me as well if you can't figure out what the chat is. I was just talking to our moderator saying the chat feature on Discord for the stage talks is kind of weird and some people don't know um, how to, uh, where it is. So anyways, figure out a way to type your question and get it over to us in some way. I have one here from Tyler J. Witt, uh, Norm. And the first question is this. What is the best advice that you can give to people who want to go from a lurker to an active contributor? Um, I would, I would focus on a region that you're really passionate about, um, and start reading, start reading the room. Um, that one's really important is reading the room because, um, you, you don't want to act like the Kool-Aid man busting through the wall and dropping a hot take. That's probably the fastest way for people to just, I don't know, push you aside and not really read what you're, what you're saying. Um, it's kind of like the real world, right? When you're trying to, um, make connections, build friendships, um, you have to, you have to kind of get into the baby, baby end, get into the, the, the deeper pool, into the deep end. Um, so I would, I would suggest focusing on an area in which that um, you are interested in um, and maybe even talking in some off-topic channels, um, just getting comfortable, uh, learning, learning how to really communicate effectively on this platform because there are 32,000 people on PO. Um, it's very hard. I, I don't know how to talk to 32,000 people. I know you don't either. Um, so it, it, it's very challenging to, um, get to a point without being very hostile or aggro, um, and having people be receptive to you. So I would, I would take baby steps. Thanks for that, Norman. I always feel, I always think about the analogy of imagine you're at a, somebody invites you to a party like a physical party in a room and you walk in. What, do you, what would you do, right? You kind of look around, you see what people are wearing, maybe what, you know, how loudly they're talking or not talking. You see what I mean? And then based on that, you model yep. your own behavior, right? So I love the analogy of the Kool-Aid man, just like busting through the wall. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> no awareness whatsoever, doesn't care. And then here's what I think. And that's a, a recipe, you said a recipe for disaster. So thank you for that, Norm. Got another question here from mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Z. Question for Norm, as, an, uh, as the owner, how do you manage your own bias when making decisions in PO? Hey, what up, Z? Uh, so how do I manage my own bias? I think the majority of that battle is won by being aware that you have bias. Um, the other thing is knowing that um, there are going to be thousands, potentially thousands of people that um, have different views on things. And being in this position, being on staff, being owner, uh, and, and to a lesser extent, being an established member or a fellow, um, you, you need to be aware of 
how you are perceived to the greater community. Um, because if, if people start smelling that bias, um, your perception changes and then you start to lose hearts and minds. People start, they, they, they may have already bought into you, but they might be requesting a refund. So, uh, you, you don't want to get to that point. Um, so I spend, I spend a lot of time. There are a lot of times on PO where I won't say anything because I'm just being aware of my bias and how I would react in a knee-jerk situation. And that doesn't help anybody, usually, when you have those knee-jerk reactions. Thanks for that. Um, we have a question here from Wojtek the Bear. Hi, Wojtek. I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but good to see you again. And the question is for Norm. Norm, do you guys do much research into the far right at Project Owl? Uh, very much so. Uh, we have, so on, I don't know if I'm letting the cat out of the bag or not, but pretty much on any type of OSINT Discord, let alone any, literally any Discord, there are going to be back rooms. There are going to be places where projects happen, people put things together, um, and uh, I won't go into it, but yes, yes, we are very aware of the right. Great, very secretive answer there, but that's cool. That's perfectly, perfectly fine. <laughs> I got nervous. I got nervous when you said back rooms. I was like, uh. yeah. But anyways, uh, <laughs> oh, what, what? Yes, sir. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's go to the next question here. So, this is from Suka del Toro. Hello, Suka. Suka's asking, how do you usually decompress or relax after making sense of all the info, all the news that's happening every day? Um, I spend time with my pets. I spend time with my girlfriend. Um, I like to hang out on the couch and just, uh, like right now I'm playing through Breath of the Wild. That's a great game to decompress with. Um, so, uh, I listen to a lot of music. Um, I really enjoy craft beers. I am one of those weirdos that like IPAs. I know some people don't like IPAs. Don't come at me. It's okay. You can like what you want. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, just kind of, um, having, having those rocks, right? Like everybody needs those rocks. Um, and what I mean by that is just like people that you feel comfortable with on a whole different level. It could be friends. It could be significant others. It could be pets. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, just something that reminds you that you're human, I guess, and that not every... In this current moment, in real life, things are okay, even if it looks like the world is on fire. Really good advice there. Thank you for that. Uh, we got another one here from Papa G-Man. Papa G-Man wants to know, why is it called Project Owl? It sounded cool. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's the answer. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. So <laughs> let's move on to... Uh, let's do one here, um, from Greenland. Greenland asks, where do you see Project Owl going in the future? Norm man, period. Goose man. Um, where do I see P.O. going in the future? Um, I see P.O. continuing to grow. Um, as, as more and more people become aware of what OSINT is, I feel like we're we're just we're just on a I don't know I don't want to jinx it I just I just think we're on an upward trajectory that um, hasn't ever really slowed down. Um, I think you guys might use Statbot here. Um, we use Statbot on Project Dial. Pro Statbot is really just an analytical tool to see where conversation is happening the most on your server, um, users joining, le users leaving. And um, I can honestly say, minus a few times when there have been raids or when Discord does their like behind the scenes magic and removes accounts, um, we, we haven't seen a prolonged amount of time where there's been like a huge max, mass exodus of thousands and thousands of people. Um, it's just been up. So um, I see, I see PO being a a first 
point of contact for the greater OSINT community for a lot of people. And I think that answer leads really well into this uh, other question, related question from Czar. And Czar is asking, how has the public becoming more aware of OSINT changed the Project OWL community? So we got a lot of people that don't really know a lot. And that's not a knock towards them. Um, nobody knows everything. Um, nobody trying to put my words together uh, because I don't want it to come off snobby or anything like that because um, I am very much in this group. Uh, the whole reason why I joined this server was because I wanted to know better and I wanted to learn more. Um, so with that, you've got a lot of normies, my name, um, coming in here or going into PO who really are coming off of like mainstream media or um, cable news or um, blogs that have bias or slants or agendas. And that is the, really their main contact point or like Twitter accounts that um, some people might be able to identify, oh, there's a slant here. Oh, there's bias here. That person might not know. They might not even know or understand that they, what they are regurgitating is biased or with the slant or with an agenda. So um, it, it does muddy the waters a bit, but I think it goes back to the whole big picture thing. Um, I think knowledge is power and um, learning is fundamental to life. So if, if we have those new users come in, we need to show them the patience and the grace. And I know a lot of them, well, not a lot, some of them are not deserving, deserving of that, but um, we only grow as a community if we invest that time into them because somebody invested that time into us. So it's only, it's only right to be able to do that for somebody else. Thanks for that, Norm. Uh, we got another question here from the man with the plan. Hi, the man with the plan. And the question is this. Uh, Norm, how do you handle confrontation on the server? How do I handle confrontation? So there are always two sides to confrontation. Sometimes, especially when you, when you get into something quite unique like PO, um, there are sometimes multiple sides of confrontation. Um, the biggest thing is to try to take yourself out of that. And I don't mean ignoring it. And I don't mean not addressing it. Um, I mean stepping back, looking at what's going on, what one person's side is, what the other side is, um, and trying to find a common ground, because the chances are there is a common ground. Um, and just being respectful for both sides, because especially when emotions are uh, in play, um, there is a reason why that person is upset. And if you ignore that, uh, and that person feels like you're ignoring it, it's just um, you're going to have them, like I said earlier, they, they may, may have already bought in, but now they're requesting a refund. Right? They, they feel like they're, they're not able to um, confidently talk to you or look at you as a leader uh, and um, keep everybody's uh, intentions in mind. Thanks for that. Um, we've got one now from Sarah NL, who's a regular here in the uh, Bellingcat Discord server. Hi, Sarah NL. And Sarah NL is asking, what is the juiciest piece of information that you think has been found in Project OWL? Oh man, juiciest piece of information. Um, well, it wasn't really it wasn't really found. Um, shoot, what was that? There was it was back during our Trump years. Um, he was an Iranian general who was assassinated via drone. Um, that was a crazy freaking night. Um. Ah, uh, yeah, Salmani. Thank you, Z. Um, so he, uh, the picture of his ring that came out, like, we didn't find it, right? 
but it felt like it was on Twitter for 30 seconds and boom, it's on PO. It's, it, it was just insane. Um, and then also like the signals, uh, the signals channel we brought back, um, during the Ukraine crisis. And for some reason, I don't understand why, but a lot of stuff wasn't really encrypted too well from Russia. Um, and, uh, it was just, it was very eye opening um, how they were going about doing things. Uh, I think that leads to this question. This is the second last question I'll ask. I have a hard out at six, uh, so, which is in five minutes. So, uh, But actually, let, that reminds me, if people have more questions, is it cool if they tag you or if they DM you with more questions, Norm, if we oh, can't 100%. get to that? Great. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So, friends, if I don't get to ask your question, uh, just go ahead and message Norm. Uh, here is one, I, uh, back to Tyler J. Witt, uh, and he's asking, and this is coming off of this question about people finding stuff on, on the Project Owl server, are there any initiatives to create crowdsourced inter intentional projects culminating in something like a journalistic report? Uh, there is, and we talk about this frequently, um, but this goes back to our whole, the whole, uh, this is completely volunteer. So, um, will there be a time where I say, Hey, we need to do this or, Hey, we really should do this. And I want you, 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 and you to do that. Um, that's, that's not going to happen. Um, and so what, what ends up happening a lot of times is um, we get very excited about doing things and we don't really get it to the finish line. So um, unfortunately, like PO is a great place for collabs to happen like that. Um, and there have been many a times where users have requested to do certain projects like that and we facilitate an area for that to happen. So, um, like some of the, I, I talked about the leak earlier, uh, some of the back rooms, that's, that's pretty much what those are. And the final question, Norm, is from at homie. At homie wants to know, Norm, when is the Project Owl merch coming? <laughs> Man, so, okay. Like, we, we're not funded, right? We're volunteer. And I've been in plenty of communities where I've seen them literally catch on fire as soon as like merch happens and there is confusion about where those funds are going. And I feel like it adds so much murkiness um, and delegitimizes a lot of a community when there are funds being moved around like that. We're, like it's not like a company or we're not being funded by an entity from the get-go like people people bought in because it's a volunteer thing um now a change now they're requesting a refund so um i would love merch i think it would be sweet like laptop stickers or like challenge coin i think challenge coins would be so badass um and like shirts and stuff but um right now I don't know how we can make that work across the whole globe and have, um, I want the money to be spent as it's coming in, right? I don't want it to go and sit in an account and be able to be held over like people's heads or anything like that. So uh, it's just hard. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> I really do want it, but uh, it has to be done right. Yeah, so. it's it's tough. You know, people have been asking for Bellingcat merch as well, and it, it is it's, it's so hard. Uh, we also don't have any. Um, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Norm, thank you so much for uh, spending you, the time. Man. That no, was really cool. I had so much fun. And listen, I have been cracking up watching the chat here because I get a sense that the Project Owl community really loves you, and they're uh, representing in the chat. And I love and, them too. Uh, yeah. That's thanks, awesome. Thanks for everybody for coming. Norm, thank you so much again. Really appreciate it. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Stage Talk. If you'd like to catch a Stage Talk live and ask the guest questions, join the Bellingcat Discord server by visiting www.discord.gg forward slash Bellingcat. The music you've heard is titled 1983 by Ben Elson and is courtesy of Epidemic Sound.